Looking how I got. Got a little bit of wind this morning, so we're not sure how we go, but we'll no. try it. Yeah, the wind direction's changed too, so uh, yeah, a bit chilly. We've got a little routine, haven't we? You know, you, mm. I get up, get myself a coffee. That's my little cappuccino. Richard does his little coffee. That's it. In his cord pot. That's supporting uh, Richard. Like, you've got to have that coffee, you know. Yeah, yeah good, good coffee. Yeah, you like your coffee, don't you? It's, uh, mm, mm. You know, some. Um, also, like for us, you know, me and the Kiwi boys, we bought we bought a couple of cartons of beer, and I bought half a dozen bottles of wine, and you know, we've never been drunk or anything, have we? But we, we like a little drink every night. But you you haven't bought any alcohol on the whole trip, like not even a half a bottle of rum, you know? No, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Eh? No. You just don't don't feel you need any, eh? No. Yeah. No, don't, don't need any. And, uh, home with it cold I might have a, a glass of port you know oh yeah now, now again, so that's that's nice yeah but also because you're out in the desert and you're, you're climbing ladders to sleep in uh, in your little bunk yeah and you wake up three four o'clock in the morning busting to go to to we <laughs> yeah <laughs> you don't feel like drinking you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So just coffee's all you need, eh? That's that's all. Yeah. And also, we've got these, you know, we've got these flash little chairs, recliner chairs with the cushions, the Kiwi cushions. Yep. Yeah. And I noticed, you know, the boys, the first thing they set up is their chair and their cushion, you know, their little cushions. But I and I got you one of those chairs, but all you want to sit on is a little stool, isn't it? That's that's, that's all, eh? You know? That's all you need, eh? Yeah. Well, that in socket, you know, that's that's all you sit on is either on your swag. But you've always sort of brought up to sit up straight, you know, don't slouch. Yeah. Where yeah. the chairs, you tend to sort of slouch back a little bit too much, you know. And, yeah. Uh, where, yeah, that's the way I was brought up, you know. Yeah, because yeah, you you're always sitting with a straight back. And that's, but, you're always sitting with a straight back. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yes, so it's old, old habits. And Kick with, in. Mm. Yeah. And on this trip with the Hilux, is there anything you know you wished you brought or you you, um, you don't need? Or I mean, you don't need really much, do you? You know, you got the fire for cooking and a little table, and you don't really need much, do you? No, everything's set up. As long as you've got plenty of water, yeah, uh, yeah, heaps of water, because um, you really don't know when you're going to need water. You know, for your radiator, uh, yeah, or you break down and need water that'll last you three or four days yeah until uh, help arrives uh, that's about all you know otherwise everything's sort of uh, set out pretty well you've got the tucker box there where you, uh, you guys made for me and uh, yeah that's that's getting nice and dust proof um, yeah the, the canopy uh, rooftop tent and uh, this makes it so much easier. Mm. Yeah. It's so quick to set up, isn't it? It is quick, and yeah. uh, and it's not overloaded. You know, the Hilux it's it's cruising along pretty mm. pretty good. A little bit underpowered, yeah. But something I'll sort of uh, uh, should have got it tuned up before yeah. I left. You know, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll get my young fella Kaido to tune it up for you. He's um he's got a Hilux. Okay. Son, yeah. 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 
that'd be good, just a bit of, bit of touch up well, now and again. Yeah. Bring it into Kaido's garage and he'll tune it up. <laughs> you'll pull it apart. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering too, uh, we were talking yesterday about, um, you know, your, or a couple of mornings ago about your language. Your, your, you know, um, your tribal language that you speak fluently in, and you said it's been recorded in a couple of books. But has it? Would, would it be a good idea to? We should try to record it in your in your voice, in your words. You know, like you know, during the day it's been a bit windy and it's hard to record you. You can't record in the wind because we're just on an iPhone. But you reckon we could? Um, you know, get a proper camera and walk through the bush another day and record all those words in your own voice. Is that something you thought you might like to do? Look, we, we'll probably um, uh, do that l later on because uh, with uh, my partner Sabine, because yeah. she loves the plants, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so we'll probably go out camping, uh, Stress lucky track or something like that, which is she wants to document the, the plants on the route. Yeah. Do a little booklet, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So when people are doing the, the tours, they can uh, uh, see what plant it is, what bush that is, what tree grows in that in that area. Mm. So at the same time, and then we'll probably start documenting some of the languages and the words slowly, you know. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, because ah. it it is getting fragmented all languages yeah. you know was uh, influx introduction of um, other words from other different languages you know it's breaking down because some of the old people uh, that I haven't seen for years they uh, uh, met him a few years ago and all of a sudden he's calling his kids hey kids come here come come here come here Come and listen, listen to us here. This is this is a real language we speak in. Yeah, you know, our language. Mm, mm. Not that half pigeon mixture you kids speak. Mm, mm. So he's excited, and that sort of um, clicked my mind. And also, I see, you know, yeah. slight little changes here and there. Yeah, because you know all the young fellas too. They're on they're on TikTok and YouTube and things like that. You know, that's their. Yeah way they learn these days and that's right it'd be good if we could get you on some um you know if a young fella you know wanted to learn you know his tribal language and or even anybody you know i mean i you know we anybody could learn a few words and yeah and um yeah. That's, that's i it, think that'd yeah. be good you know yeah we'll talk to sabine more about that okay yeah yeah, yeah definitely you know. yeah. and you and sabine she's commenting on on the videos what's what's her second name again Bukheim. Yeah, she's Bukheim. So it's a, it's a German name. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, she's her and her friends sort of following the um, the route step of the way, you know, and, uh, yeah. and see a lot of the comments. And, uh, yeah. and very positive, you know. Yeah. yeah, really positive comments. And Sabine, she's really into the into the bush foods and plants. She's really got an interest in that, hasn't she? Definitely, you know, yeah, yeah, more, more into the natural uh, food um, that's organically, it's got to be organic, mm. you know, it's got to be natural. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, get away from all your pesticides and chemicals and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's why um, the uh, 
bush food, the, the seeds and everything, it's it's high in uh, vitamins, more mm. so than uh, locally grown growing stuff, you know, mm. Mm. very high. And the other day we were talking about, you know, hunting and spears, and one thing I forgot to ask, or you mentioned before, was that when you're throwing a spear, like, to an animal, you, you have to be sure you're going to hit, like, to make that shot, you know, you can't just miss. Like, that's, like, every time you throw the spear, you have to hit. That's, that's it. That's, that's how it is, eh? Yep, yep. You can't just and throw willy-nilly and no, hope you hit something. No, It's like anything else, you've got to allow for the win, and you've got to allow for the lift, drop and whether the wind's uh, coming straight at you or, or side on you, you've got to allow for all that you know yeah you get that through um, as you're growing up practicing as a young kid and then young adult and uh, mm. then you start getting into the seriousness of um, uh, making sure it's uh, it's like with a gun one shot you know yeah. than, than yeah. one hit yeah yeah and if, if you've killed a kangaroo, is, is there, the animals would have a spirit as well. Is, is there something, you know, that you sort of talk to the spirit of the animal or is there anything that you sort of, after you say you've killed a kangaroo, that you need to um, talk to the spirit of that animal at all? Or Sometimes the old people did, you know, but there's, there's a certain way you cut up the carcass. Yeah. And you had to do it each time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so you couldn't break that, uh, the way it was sort of cut up uh, and dissected and, uh, and same with put in the ground. Yeah, so that's, that's like a ritual, you know? Yeah, yeah, so there's a ritual involved. Yeah, yeah. And interesting, you know, we've, we've heard the term pointing the bone. You know, growing up I've heard it, and, but never really understood it, but... Mm -hmm. But it, it's a kangaroo bone, you said last night. It, it, that's the bone, is, is a kangaroo bone. Most of them, it's all sort of kangaroo bone, you know? Yeah. yeah. All, all splintered up, you know, into small pieces. Yeah. 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 <coughs> um, and that was sort of form of, you know, in, in a way, a form of punishment. If, if someone, if something had, you know, needed to be punished in some way, that was a form of punishment. Uh, yeah. But for it to work, you know, it had to, it's like a spell. Mm. You know, people in the Western society talk about uh, witches and witchcraft and mm. all that. And uh, that's why it was uh, a lot of the indigenous people um, is using the kangaroo bone. But also that'll tie in with certain bird calls that, that you'll hear. and. Uh, so, because if you if you'd done something wrong, drastically, you might uh, kill the person or murder the person. Your brain goes into overdrive, so it's automatically thinking along that along that line. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, so the fears it's growing in you. Mm. Oh, oh, Jesus! You know, okay, I know what's going to happen to me. Mm. Could be this or could be that. Mm. So those things are already sort of trawling around the brain, brain, and uh, and you can't think of anything else, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it used to, you know, it used to be um, something that was real, you know, people. Oh, definitely. It was real. Yeah, definitely. It's um, like people talk about 
willing themselves to die, you know, or, or animals uh, yeah. will themselves to die if you um, put too much pressure or certain stress and too much of it. Mm. And uh, the people are no different. People are like that, you know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And and um, you know we talked about you know um, you know when somebody dies you bury them or or the spirit and you you were saying how. You know, you believe the, the spirit um, sort of belongs to the earth and just it, it goes away in the wind, I suppose. Like a Christian would believe, you know, you're buried and you get, your spirit goes to heaven or or a Buddhist might believe you're reincarnated. But what, what do you believe happens after you die? Uh, it's, it's all nature, you know. You, you've got to release the spirit. It's part of nature. It's part of energy. It's part of that wave that's... Um, uh, flows across the earth, across this country, you know. Mm. You've got to be a part of that. We're part of nature already. So mm. it's important. And that's why we touched on uh, on a little bit on the, on the ghosts. You know, people say, oh, I've seen this ghost. Uh, or whether it's on a highway or somewhere, someone... What's happened is, in our way, it's caught in a time warp mm. that... that um, that person, the spirits are still there, mm. locked, hasn't been released. Mm. So it needs the families to come and mm. release it, to mm. put a memorial or smoke it or, mm. or um, uh, take part of the earth back, uh, back home. But also just to tell that family member that's um, ghost to move on now, you know, yeah, mm. we're, we're family, we're, we, uh, we're opening the door for you to go on your journey. To release that spirit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Because there's a, people are saying there's a ghost up at Well 37, you know, so, mm -hmm. you know, maybe that's, I'm not sure, you know, who, who, the, who that ghost is, but, you know, you think someone from the family needs to come and release that spirit and then he could, he could go, you know, flow on the wind and be gone. And not be sort of trapped there. You know. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah. And we really don't know what happened. You know whether there's a history in that. Uh, we'll have to try and find out, eh? You know whether it's a white person or Aboriginal. Uh, <coughs> we'll we'll see. You know. Yeah. If there's something there, I'll I'll sense it. You know. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, then uh, I'll talk in English and I'll talk in language. The spirit's still there. But you're not scared of ghosts? No, no. As kids, uh, you were scared. You know, you were made to believe <coughs> that um, ghosts were evil. Mm. But mm. as you get older, then as on our side, it's it's a person that's caught in this, this circle mm. and can't get out and needs to be released. Mm. 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 And um, come back to... To hunting, um, we were talking about the boomerang the other day, and we, we didn't get a chance to chat in the morning. But that was a real, um, you know, uh, weapon to to bring down birds, and like it wasn't just an ornament to throw around and play with, was it? It was a it was a real hunting weapon. No, no. It's um, you know when you when you look at it closely, it's it's aerodynamic. It's shaped in a way so it 
gets an uplift from from the wind to go up or holds it on its course mm. you know and then again you've got to judge the, the speed of the wind and the direction it's coming in from then uh, and you've got to at the same time judge the speed of that animal the mm. kangaroo or, or bird flying off it's it's an art you know to to, to be good at it and learning how to use it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They, they were used for, um, like, birds, you know, you, you know, I suppose you imagine, like, um, you know, we've seen those turkeys and that, and their long necks sticking up. Probably mm -hmm. boomerangs are the best weapon to bring them down, isn't it? You know? it's, it is, it is, you know. Yeah. Just knock them out. And... Yep. And you've got more of a chance <clears throat> if they're two years or three years, you know. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. And they just... Um, carry them in their belt sort of thing and uh, with their spears and they'd always carry a boomerang with them? Always, you know. Yeah. 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 Always. And um, a corroboree, what's, what's, I mean, a prob you know, honestly a lot of what we understand probably comes from Paul Hogan's movie, you know, um, you know, with his, uh, his movie yeah. made. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but what's what what's the corroboree? Is it is it men only, or is it anyone? You know, is it um, women join in, or? No, pretty well, everyone. You know, like uh, during early part of the the season, everyone breaks up into their small nomadic tribes, yeah. hunting and gathering throughout. And then, uh, as the water water holes dry up, and then people start coming back towards middle of the season or towards end of the season, they come back to a. Uh, a major watering hole, you know, which is which is a big water yep. hole, and uh, and it's a time to catch up with the rest of the family, you know, share the stories, share hunting stories, and uh, what was exciting, and so on. Then they then then, then they talk about oh, we'll we'll have a, a crawberry like a gathering, you know, mm. dance and sing. Mm where everyone's involved, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, families, uh, wives or women, children, and, uh, and it's a way of, for the children to be a part of it too, to play that role, learn those uh, uh, rituals, the dance moves and mm -hmm. songs, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's all connected with Earth. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. So that's really important part of culture you know getting together and just um, sharing stories and passing on knowledge and must have been really interesting you know chatting you know getting all the local gossip and what animals are where and things like oh, that oh definitely you know yeah like like throughout this country you know we had so many animals that um, because of um, our ignorance and the western ignorance um, uh, species have gone, you know, mm, mm, and I think there's quite a few mm. that we've just um, uh, not so much re look, research is good, but also it's destructive, you know. Mm, mm. As soon as you find something, then, then all the researchers want to come in and, and disturb that environment that animals living in, mm. really, you know. Mm, mm. But if they learn from the uh, uh, Indigenous people, the traditional owners and cares for that country, they'll, they'll know how to uh, 
uh, preserve, manage, and uh, they know what it lives on, what mm. area it lives in, what it eats, and, mm. and what time of the year it breeds. Mm. Mm. All the knowledge are there. You know? Yeah, I think that's what's really striking me is you know this the importance of um, being able to learn learn from learn real things from, you know from your culture that. Um, Maybe we didn't understand before, or didn't have the chance to. But um, you know. Also, moving on from that, the, this um, you know, welcome to country's been a been sort of a big thing recently, and it's, it's sort of getting pushed pushed on us a lot. We talked about that the other day. Um, you know, what can you tell us about this welcome to country? Uh, a lot of them uh, welcome to country in our ways is uh, for new people that are coming in, you know, mm. from overseas or wherever. And uh, uh, it's a way of um, making you feel at ease, making you feel that you're part of the family, you're part of Australia, mm. and you're part of us belong here mm. and, uh, but you don't need to have it every week yeah that's uh, I mean what do you welcome the same workers every week yeah and uh, it's sort of been pushed on us you know a lot yeah. now and um, I think either some of us have not I haven't been experiencing it but uh, you know there's been some meetings that I'm supposed to attend and they were going to have a, a welcome to country and yeah. I didn't attend the meeting but they're sort of really getting pushed into corporate life, especially corporate life, like big companies. Mm -hmm. You know, big companies have to have a welcome to country before every meeting. And what, what do you think's behind all that? Is it necessary? Same, or? same thing. Copying the Western <laughs> Westernised system and the government's agreed. Mm. You know, I mean, when you got some, when you employ someone, if you're a big company on two million dollars a year, mm. you know, of course he or she's going to just continue on, you know, yeah. playing, playing the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So not really serious about it. Yeah. So, um, uh, like I said, welcome to country is, you know, the best way to do it is when people get off the ships and, uh, 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 or they, uh, what do you call it, the graduation, mm. a time when they recognise and so on. Mm. That could be the time, you know? Mm. Yeah, mm. then, then, yeah. And you said it was sort of over the top, which is probably a good way of saying it, you know, it's because uh, they're doing it, yeah, before every meeting in, in corporate life. It's almost like we have to now and sporting events. And um, do you think it's sort of trying to divide? You know, that's another way of trying to be, because that's what the... Oh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Like I said, it should be just, <coughs> just a one-off. And... Uh, um, and they should be able to sort of hold ceremonies or um, welcoming smoking ceremonies in uh, whether it's buildings, ovals, just to clear any bad spirit, mm. that sort of thing. And um, more once off sort of thing. More once off, you know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But having it every day or and every week, that's that's just a joke, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be just bringing the way they, they it's like an agenda they're pushing and whenever they yep. push an agenda the government there's yep. often something sinister behind it or malevolent behind it you know and 
and a lot of the time, you know, we've seen the last few years, it's about dividing the people, isn't it? You know, when we're all dividing and fighting each other, we, we, we take our eye off what the government's actually doing behind the scenes, you know. And oh, look, the government's got so good in the last 30, 40 years that, um, and, 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 all, and we're so brainwashed to believe mm. that, you know, mm. and, 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 and that's, sooner people wake up uh, that it's uh, uh, dividing people. It's the government's way to keep us divided and it's much easier to control all, all of us, mm. you know. Mm. It's, um, yeah. it, it's a bad system. Because uh, we come across the WA border, you know, the other side of, um, you know, Ayers Rock and towards Warburton and you know, for example, you've been, your people have been roaming this country for thousands of years, but <clears throat> two years ago that border was closed with police, you know. You you wouldn't have been allowed to cross that border, would you? It was, yeah. And that's um, crazy, isn't it? You know, like, you, you, you're, you're locked in certain areas. That's that's a pretty frightening precedent, isn't it? Well, look, it's, it's part of the plan, you know, that <laughs> to test people's patience and, uh, uh, whether they can be controlled, mm. you know, mm. and that and that uh, job. But a, a lot of our mob out through the desert, you know, there's so many hundreds of backtracks that, um, mm. Mm. and uh, they, they're like animals. If you you can control them for so long, then at the end of it all, they'll get sick of it and start just breaking out, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's what. Um, happening with the younger generation, you know. Mm. They, they're mm. sick of the, the governments and uh, and the families and people for not really standing up to the governments and saying, hey, we've got, we have to listen to these young people. Mm. Let's not, not the bring in the bullshit government programs and, mm. and set up um, another system through the government agencies and employ more public servants. No, mm. you know. Can be so, grassroots. Yeah, we, we have a big problem. And, and and then as family members, we're gutless not standing up to the government and saying, no, mm. Mm. this is our bloody idea now. And mm. uh, mm. we, we want to listen to our people and young people. Mm. You know, I'm talking about both black and white. Mm. Mm. And uh, there's something wrong and we need to fix it. Mm. Not you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And your uncle, um, Monty, was it Monty? Banjo. No, Banjo, sorry. Mm -hmm. he, he stood up, didn't he? Because he was uh, a uh, Aboriginal stockman and he stood up to fight for wages. Yeah, back right? in the early days, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was before um, Ling Lingiari walk-off. And I think that that was happening in the 60s sometime where Banjo and the rest of his brothers uh, was back around 1949. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They, they just had enough of uh, uh, flour, tea and sugar mm. and clothing. And uh, That's what they're working for, flour, tea and sugar. That's what they're working for, yeah. Yeah, they see the other, the white stock getting paid, you know, might be five pounds a week, something like that. Mm. And um, <coughs> they said, you know, we we have to change this because we're away from families for four to six months at a time. Mm. 
you know, you don't see your families. Yeah. So we, we need to change now. We, we need to be rewarded for, for the amount of work and the, and the time we um, mm. give to you guys. Mm. Yeah, so that changed to then the management come up with uh, uh, to pay them one pound a week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. four pound a month. And, and then some they paid them and some they put aside. Is that right? Yeah, there was a trust. Yeah. I don't know what trust or where the trust is. Uh, uh, two, every month there are two pounds going into that trust yeah, from yeah. all the yeah. Aboriginal workers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, mate. Well, uh, the sky is getting light and the boys are starting to get up. And... Oh, beautiful, eh? Beautiful. Yeah.